So, Final Fantasy V was the most pure expression of the of the job system. Um, uh, knock knock. Uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy Tactics is at the door, and he brought pizza. And he also says, "Fuck you," because well, if we're just gonna throw anything that has a job system in it, why would we just say Final Fantasy Three? Look, I'm an onion knight. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah, yeah you're a creep. <laughs> <laughs> It's finally an expression, like a direct expression for self hatred. So, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. no, I like it. I, I, I you know, being subversive, mm. you know, because game shame. <laughs> game shame. Is that a is that, is that a concept you came up with? I I, I came up with the, yeah. As far as I know, I game shame. Or it's just a rhyming couplet I came up with. I don't no. think it's a concept. It's a couplet I came up with. <laughs> no, I think that's, that's a I think that's a pretty it's a pretty it's a pretty fruitful ground for for philosophical discussion, the idea cuz I have a I, I, a lot of these girls that I know, they're going mm-hmm. to something called OhioCon or OhioCon okay. or something. It's an it's an it's an anime convention that's being held down in uh down in Columbus. You know, there's mm-hmm. nice girls and they're all I talking like, about their I, cosplay I like ideas. That, but, freezing i don't know like it's being held down in columbus like keep it away from the rest of the state like it's being contained to the yeah. to the greater columbus area yeah. yeah but it's like you know i just kind of want to talk to him it's like listen you don't i mean you you want to go there and dress up as miranda from mass effect 2 and be oogled by a bunch of fucking grognards. You don't have to do this. <laughs> you, know? you don't. You don't have to do this. But but I was but I was trying to think like where where's that coming from? Because I, for you know the, they could be perfectly normal like good well adjusted people down there just going down there to talk about their animes. You know. Yeah, I think about that all the time. Yeah. But in my mind, it, you know, it becomes like this you know perv central where a bunch of lonely dudes and I think like oh. The reason I feel this way is because I'm a maladjusted loner, and if I went there, all that I would do is look at the girls. Yeah, that, that's you're you're 100 percent right. Like, I, I think about that all the time. Like the uh, uh, when I went to PAX last year, and I was full of that because I, you know, I, we sh- we showed up, and I immediately just was like so dismissive of everyone for no reason. Like I was just like, you know, these look at these jerks, and like you know, there were there were some like pretty you know sad sad loser guys. I don't know if I told you told you this but we were we were walking away from uh one of my friends i went to uh is a really big fan of uh, felicia day mm-hmm. and went up and talked to her and then we were we were or she went to go stay in line but me and me and my friend nick uh aka nas energy um <laughs> aka uh dj super saiyan sebra um he uh you know we weren't we weren't gonna gonna do that we're not gonna stay in line for for anything like that so we're walking away and and a dude is standing there and he looks like you know he's wearing like the the shirt they gave us on the first day mm-hmm. and he's he's you know this this you know big big kind of fat dude he drops something and he has his hands full of you know swag bags and uh you know so oh, i'll grab that for you and i bend down and it took me like a couple like i'd already picked it up and was handing it to him by the time i'd realized it was uh, several condoms stuck together like i thought it was some kind of like fruit snack or something oh, like that no. and and he goes he goes and I, I i'm not exaggerating at all like this is the voice he goes Good thing I might need those later, and like just said, and just go, oh, oh, yeah, and then just immediate Purell, like just, <laughs> just like a maybe a beeline towards the plentiful, and and so so there is a little bit of you know that's that's the the part that's interesting about it is there's a mix 
Like there's a part where it's like it's definitely our problem, <laughs> our game shame looking down, and then there's still some truth to it though too. Oh yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so game shame. I I think that that's a very it's a it's a good you know I'm I'm the person who I'm gonna make I'm gonna put up a post about this on Tumblr. I re, I did a high fidelity on my on my video game collection. Mm, mm-hmm. You did a top five. Uh, not a top five. I did oh. a complete autobiographical rearrange. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and, and you know, just like from starting, you know, from the systems that I own, like right now. So going back to two thousand one, um, okay. you know, starting with Metal Gear Solid two and going all the way down to um, all the way down to Final Fantasy thirteen, which I picked up last week because it was on crazy sale. Mm. Um, it's every game for PlayStation 2, Xbox, GameCube, Wii, DS, Xbox 360, et cetera, et cetera, in order that I got it. Wow. And all the ones that I haven't beaten, I have turned on their sides. So I know which ones I need to, you know, on, on your, your, yeah, game, game pile. Yeah. 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pile of shame. I would I'm not a... remember that. Like, I don't feel like I'd remember the order that I got these things in well it was a comforting thing because it was like oh i got this uh when i got fired from this job or ooh my girlfriend got this for me in 2006 <laughs> and all the life tragedies exactly no no but it was an it was an interesting little you know bit of like you know retrospective uh retrospection over the past you know 10 years of me being a person who plays video games but yeah, that's that. That's a psychotic thing for a person to do, yeah. <laughs> and and you know, I, I say that, and I'm going to post it on Tumblr, and this will probably go in the extra sode as a as a perfect representation of what game shame can do. When you're we're talking about like game shame, you're talking about that uh, anime con too. What's interesting is when you when you're talking about that, one of the things I thought of is that like, and I'm you know I'm not disparaging your buddies at all who are who are cosplaying, but like mm-hmm. the thing with cosplay isn't necessarily like the dorkiness and the ogleness of it. But it is like a, you know, for a lot of people and not necessarily these people, but for a lot of people, the point is just to go get ogled. Mm-hmm. Like it's this real transparent psychology validation, you know, like you can take this time when, you you know, in, in real life, when day to day, you're not like a sex object uh-huh. and then go to somewhere where you're guaranteed to be a sex object for oh, a couple well. of days. Like, a, you know, there's that whole attention angle. And then I was thinking about that and I was like, huh, you know, I wonder if, uh, you know, I wonder about that. And then at the same time, then you were just talking about uh, displaying your your biographical uh, collection <laughs> of games like on Tumblr, like at the exact same time. I was like, that's kind of an attention thing, too, a little bit. in like a different in a different way. But oh, it's, yeah. it's still kind of just going in with that, uh, you know, our being dismissive and being, you know, kind of guilty and hypocritical. Oh, yeah. Hypocritical. Most mo- like mo- most certainly. I just it, it's just one of those things where it's if, you, if you're conscious of, uh, uh, about it to the point of being self-conscious about it, you're always kind of trying to manage your relationship with these things. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> Agreed. Oh, shirts. Shoots first. <laughs> Um, um, what's going to be interesting, uh, talking about doing this episode as two parts is my favorite thing about this game is in the second half, like, and that was really underlined and replaying it. Like, I really, I like this game. I like the first half of it. I think the second half is really what kind of transcends, um, you know, the, the origins of the game. Whereas the first half, I think, is merely like a very, very good, possibly my favorite JRPG. But the, the second <laughs> half is really just kind of mind blowing and awesome. The, the the first half really seems like an introduction to the world and an introduction mm. to the characters that you're that you're going to be uh, working with. 
Right, right, and it, it's essential. Like it's it's needed, but let's not get too too far into that. It's no, gonna be, no, it's gonna be tricky to to know where the demarcation. Exactly, ends. it's gonna yeah. be a little bit of a slippery episode. We're gonna be slipping in and out, in and out of different stuff as we kind of uh, go through uh, the actual game. Yeah, I, you know, I when we we started talking about doing this game for the podcast, I, I really wanted to not let you know. I, I'm a big fan of the Final Fantasy games, at least the up through the PlayStation ones. And uh, I didn't want to come off like a mewling, dorky fanboy or anything. So, and you know, some of the shine has been taken off of them as I get older. But I really like the soundtracks, like the classic soundtracks. Like I think Yumatsu, Yutsumatsu is a Yutsumatsu. I'm bad at pronouncing Japanese names. <laughs> and uh, but I, th- I think the I think the soundtrack to this game and the other games in the series he worked on are great. Like, oh. I, this is this is one of my favorite video game soundtracks. Just perfect for the for the hardware and for the uh, and for the tone that they're trying to reach. I think the only other uh, JRPG composer I think is as good as him, or or you know at least as good in different ways is uh, is uh, Yoshinaki Mitsuda, who did uh, uh, Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross, or worked on Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross. Yeah, the, the guy who does uh, Secret of Mana, that soundtrack is really good as well, oh, yeah. and really strange and, and interesting. But for kind of classic, you know, uh, melody focused, catchy little numbers. I like those two guys. I wrote a I wrote a paper uh, comparing one of my favorite books to uh, to video games. It was uh, it was it compared House of Leaves to Adventure Games, which mm. I, I, I at one point I I was very proud of it, but now I'm actually very ashamed and I quickly <laughs> I quickly erased it from my portfolio. Um, in that, in that uh, role playing games as literature class I took, um, there are a lot of arguments and uh, uh, kind of academic writing that argues that reading and literature is a game in general. Like literature, reading as a game, like reading a novel, you you know you make choices in how you interpret things. It's something that someone's created that like, excuse me, uh, stands alone, and it's up to you to like take the rules and figure out the rules for that specific piece and everything like that. It's not something I necessarily buy, but it's a cool idea. I'd be I'd be more inclined to think that writing is a game, honestly. But yeah, that's just me. Um, <laughs> we 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 derailed. No, not, yeah, that, not unlike fine. the Phantom Train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can. This is what extrasodes are for. Oh, cool. definitely. I, uh, <laughs> I know. Love those extrasodes. Uh, there's a. I mean, there's a couple of them that that come up that are that are really good. I really like. Um, I know that I actually cut that out because it comes up. It doesn't come up until the second. But oh. there, there's there's just a one song that shows up when you're um, when you're a lock and you're going and checking out your uh, petrified bride, you know, mm-hmm. for, former fiance. That song is really good. Yeah. I have a story, uh, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, this will this will probably be in an extra episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so speaking of of Tara's uh, to to Tara's theme, and this might not be an interesting story, but I, I like it. I went I went to uh, I went to a school. Um, you know, I was in the conservatory of music. Um, I didn't, you know, play an instrument aside from a guitar, shittily. Um, but I was, you know, we're the, we're the people who record the performances, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the but, club. uh, the, 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 yeah, the AV club. Um, but the, the nice part about that is, you know, you're walking around and you hear these really talented musicians playing music like 24 seven. You're just walking from performance to performance or sorry, you're walking from class to class. And you're like, Oh, that person is going to be like world famous one day. Mm. It's like that's cool. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. but I was I was walking to uh, to some meeting or another, and I heard the song. I was like, "That's really really familiar." It was on a piano in a distant classroom. I walked I walked up to it. I was like, "What is that?" And I hear do 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 They're playing this awesome like you know just this one person really talented pianist, and it's just really fully fleshed out. One person playing it, but it's just really all these arpeggios and stuff going uh, in between. Full arrangement. A full arrangement on the piano of this thing, and. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know what to say to the person, but I, I it was it was it was this girl. It was like, that's awesome. Thank you for that. You made my day. And they said thanks, and then that was it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Video game music, like as much as I like it from a musical perspective, and I'm not like a real musician, like I can't sight read or anything like that. But like from a musical perspective, like real serious musicians usually hate it. Like when you when you I've read about that video games live event. Uh huh. And like the orchestras, they get to to play in those hate it. It's like the least favorite thing because it's so simple, mm-hmm. you know. But I think that's why I don't think I ever like quite grew out of that. And like what I like about music is just kind of like riffs, you know, like catchy, like you know, catchy little melodies and and really simple counterpoints. Um, during my my band days, I was in a video game cover band for a while mm-hmm. called uh, the Festival Planning Committee, and uh, from Final Fantasy VIII. Love that. And then uh, we we did um, a bunch of Final Fantasy music, and we did the. The Magitech Factory, and uh, what else did we do from this one? We didn't do that main one. Um, oh, and, and Zozo. Yeah. So, and that was super fun. Um, but, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's supposed to be some, or not supposed to be. I can't, oh, it's supposed to be simple. No, <laughs> I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't make categorical statements like that. Yeah. But no, it makes sense that it has to be simplistic because it has to be looped over and over again, depending on how long yeah. it takes you to, you know, to do this thing. And, right. and, you know, I'm always, I'm always of the, of the persuasion that simplicity is a virtue. So maybe that's why I gravitate towards it too. It's not only a virtue in and of itself. And this is a, a point that we've made on here before that I've made before at least. But um, th- those those weakness those uh, constraints like makes the music so much more appealing to me, you know, like that the fact that you have to make it uh, so it's like you're not going to get sick of in a loop. The fact that you only have a couple of different instrument channels, like I really like that as a, as a you know kind of music design stance, you know. And and I'm I'm strongly of the opinion that music is game music has gotten much worse as freedom you know has increased. Like there's a couple of soundtracks I think are, are good. Um, but most of the video game music I really like is eight bit and 16 bit. And again, not to sound like a mouth breathing nerd, but like, <laughs> I like it. There's a reason behind it. It's not just nostalgia. It's because, you know, operating under those constraints, I feel like you're, you're forced to make you know, more decisions. They're less just kind of like, you know, uh, drama pads, like, just kind of, like swells and stuff that just modern video game music is, is tends to be full of garbage like that or it just sounds like movie you know spy movie music yeah as as the technology gets better we're headed towards the hans zimmer singularity totally <laughs> exactly i'm playing tons of skyrim and i couldn't i couldn't hum one skyrim song for <laughs> you know whereas i can hum like half of the the final fantasy soundtracks from like up until through the playstation games you know it's just they're they're really good for for a while I, just, I, I never thought i'd be listening you know listens to video game music by choice guy but man, that is so good to work to. Yeah, yeah I just it, like you just set it in the background, and it's like this nice little simple. I don't know. I want to say motivational, but you know, I listened to a lot of a- ambient music like Brian Eno or Philip Glass mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, because lyrics distract me. But video game music, God, that that, that that'll get that'll do it. Hmm. Yeah. Super good. Yeah. Super good. <laughs> so let's get back on track. Okay. <laughs> 